You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of A Road Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking out the time to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. On tonight's episode, we got a jam-packed one for you guys. We're going to be talking about the recent happenings with the riots in Minnesota, as well as across the country, as we continue to deal with all of the heavy racial tension that's gone on throughout the country. And even so far as some other countries I've seen recently that other countries have joined in on the cause to protest the social injustices that have gone on to blacks or African-Americans over the course of several years. With that being said, I want to say that I definitely empathize with the anger the frustration, that feeling of you're constantly being monitored. Everything you do can have either major or severe consequences. Being black in America is difficult. It's tough. It's draining. It's one of those things where you're constantly in a position where you have to outdo others and outshine others, go above and beyond while maintaining your emotional component for fear that you might be judged or viewed upon as the angry black man or angry black woman. All of these things become a perfect melting pot for rage, for frustration, if you don't know how to regulate your own emotions. I'd also like to say that Syracuse, New York, in my personal opinion, has done an amazing job with the response to the George Floyd killing, as well as the years of oppression. Through first, they were responded in an angry manner by breaking things and looting. But then the very next day, there were a group of people that went out there and cleaned up the streets. And ever since that day, I've been monitoring on Facebook and people have been cleaning and there have been peaceful protests. So I want to say that I'm proud of my city for sure. Today's quote of the day comes from Malcolm X, and it reads, you can't separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace unless he has his freedom. Once again, that quote is, you can't separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace unless he has his freedom. And that's from Malcolm X. I thought that quote would be appropriate for today's show because I feel like especially now during this time with COVID as well as the riots and people kind of overtly acting out. I feel like there's so much division going on in our country right now that we need to start recognizing that peace and freedom are synonymous with one another. And the more people feel oppressed, the more they're going to act out overtly in the form of looting, in the form of fighting, in the form of socially unacceptable behavior. The first question that we received this week was, what are consequences stemming from post-traumatic stress disorder? Again, that question is, what are some consequences stemming from post-traumatic stress disorder? Before I even get into my personal answer, let me say that I am not a mental health therapist or a counselor. I have to give that disclosure because when things like PTSD come up and things get a little heavy when I'm working one-on-one with a client or in a group setting, 
it's my fiduciary obligation to refer you to a clinician or someone with a higher level of degree than I have when it comes to helping with mental health. With that being said, some of the things that I've personally seen as a result of someone having PTSD is overthinking pretty much every situation that they get involved in, high levels of anxiety, the fear of having relationships with others, antisocial behaviors, rage, night terrors, withdrawal, emotions being subconsciously triggered, causing them to act out in ways like destroy property, to fight, or to elope or run away. And that's just to name a few of the things that I've seen. I also want to say there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking professional mental health help. I found over the years that I, as I've worked with clients and developed a rapport with clients that many clients tend to feel like they have to take on a lot of their responsibilities on their own. And when it comes to mental health, there's so many different directions that we're hit on a daily basis that it's become e it can become easy to become overwhelmed with all the emotions that you're experiencing. Again, I say that to say, please don't feel like you have to handle everything on your own. And there's nothing wrong with seeking the help from a mental health professional, whether that's a coach, a therapist or a counselor. Question number two we received in our inbox. How can I express to my doctor that I need mental health help? Again, that question is, how can I express to my doctor that I need mental health help? So I have a two part response to this question. When it comes to mental health help, most doctors don't see the whole scope or the big picture. So instead of going to your doctor and saying something along the lines of, hey, doctor, I feel crazy. I really need help. Say something like, hey, I've noticed that I've had some deficits in my life and some of those deficits are affecting my relationships. They're also affecting my job. And I'm concerned that this might affect my career in the long run or my marriage in the long run. Let the doctor see the bigger picture and not just so, like I'm going crazy. That's that's such a vague statement that some doctors, not all, some doctors may be dismissive of, of that statement and say, OK, well, you need medication. When in fact, you know you need a lot more. That brings me to the second part of my answer for this question. Realize that all relationships are 50-50. So if you're, if you're not comfortable expressing yourself to your doctor, or you feel like your doctor is being dismissive and just giving you medication when you are seeking mental health help, understand that that relationship is 50-50 and you do have the option of choosing another doctor or going to another provider. I've come across quite a few instances in which a doctor prescribed medication to a client that I was working with and maybe the client didn't need it or it made their symptoms a lot worse. And in some cases, I've even had to refer those clients back to mental health professionals or therapists. You have say so. Please don't be afraid to use your voice. And if your doctor makes you feel like you can't use your voice or you don't have to a voice in expressing yourself, excuse me, then that's not the doctor for you. Question number three, you mentioned witnessing domestic violence growing up. How did that affect you? And what's your relationship like with your parents now? Again, that question, you mentioned witnessing domestic violence growing up. How did that affect you? And what's your relationship like with your parents now? We have another two part question here. Uh, so first, I'll say witnessing domestic violence growing up was something that created a lot of my narcissistic characteristics. It made me very, very jaded. 
It made me not value women the way they were supposed to because it's what I saw. And although it's it's not something to to hang your hat on, I'll say that having witnessed that at an early age and experiencing my own deficits when it came to relationships, it certainly makes me more motivated to attack the day and be the best husband, father, influencer, mentor that I possibly can. When it comes to my relationship with my parents, right now my relationship with my parents is phenomenal. Although I'm sure they would tell you I need to call and check in on them a little more, which I they're probably right about that. That's something that I, I need to improve on. But I would say my my relationship with my parents is very great now uh, because of what we've experienced. And both of my parents are very, very frank. So they don't mind you expressing how you feel now. That is uh, when we were younger, that wasn't something that we were allowed to do. And as you guys know, I'm all for the healthy emotional expression. So when I do get upset with them or when they do get upset with me, we've created an an avenue where we're able to have healthy conversations that are productive and don't end in either them being upset or me being upset at something, which is a huge step because a majority of my life, I'll say, I was taught to be reactive to things, so to fight, to check someone if they've if if I feel that they've disrespected me, to make sure I'm standing up for my family members. Now that we've created this different avenue, I know for sure I think about it and I tell them about it too. Now my daughters will have a different way of reacting and they'll be able to possibly think things through before they have an emotional reaction. And for me personally, that in itself is huge because what we're doing is we're literally changing generational deficits that we've experienced all throughout our family. Question number four is, what is your take on the state of our country? Again, that question is, what is your take on the state of our country? This is actually a really good question, and I hesitated in answering this because I this is my personal belief, but you asked the question and I'm here to answer it. I have and always felt that America is the perfect melting pot for divisiveness. So go back to Democrats and Republicans, black versus white, Asian versus this and Latino versus that. It's just a perfect melting pot for disaster, for division, for anger, for oppression. You could even throw propaganda in there or being sold something that isn't true, much of which does not have a positive impact on one's life over a long period of time. If you go back and look at our country's history, you'll see a country that was built on violence and swindling people and taking advantage and even going as far as to take what they want if they decided that it was it was worthy enough. So you look at the wars that have been started over oil or land. I share all of that to say that I'm not surprised that we are where we are in this country as Americans, as African-Americans, as Asian-Americans, Latino-Americans, whatever whatever your ethnicity is, I'm not surprised. And if you go back and look at our history, I don't think you'll be surprised either. But the key, the key, at least now to me, I think it there's a lot of momentum with this movement of after the George, George Floyd killing. So I feel like this is a, a point where as long as we keep ourselves level-headed, and have a clear agenda, we can really, really make some positive change and we can start to see America for what it was ideally supposed to be at one time. 
because right now I just feel like you have a ton of people, especially in marginalized communities like the black and Latino community that are extremely tired. They're tired of feeling and being oppressed and they're going to start acting out in overt manners, whether that violence or not, unless they start to see some real change right now. Question number five is how do you keep yourself safe as a black man in America? Again, that's how do you keep yourself safe as a black man in America? Number one, I invite every single black person that is listening to this to go and fill out an application for your pistol permit. While at the same time, if you're a homeowner, you can legally grab a shotgun or a rifle for your house right now with only a background check. That's if you don't have any felonies or anything like that. So those are my first two things that I would I would offer out. Go get yourself registered and have a legal gun just in case you have to defend yourself in this country that we live in present day. The second thing that I would say to do if you are a black living in America is develop a social support system that's beneficial to you across the board and is extremely diverse. Right. So in a lot of cases with black people, especially when trauma happens or traumatic events occur, like the killing of George Floyd, we tend to group together and come together and try to create a united front. When you're doing this and you're creating your united front, you want to make sure you have a few things covered, especially if you're involved in protesting. Number one, you have someone that knows the legal system on your side. So someone who has a good idea of how the laws work and what you can and cannot do when protesting. Number two, have someone who is the note taker or someone who is recording all the events that are occurring. The reason why I say that is that's how we end up holding people accountable. If you go back years, again, talking about the history of America, there's been a ton of killings, a ton of lynchings, and they weren't recorded or it was here or he said, she said. And as we know, our country don't tend to favor blacks and African-Americans. So have someone to be your recorder of the events, of the protest, of what's going on as you're doing what you do. As you're continuing to push and gain leverage with protesting, with um, expressing yourself, the other thing that I would invite you to do is to make sure your agenda is clear cut. If you guys have not seen within the past week or two, there's been protesters that have been peacefully protesting and there have been people that have come into those protests just to as gaslighters. So just to kick things up a notch and start to create that looting and create that more violent turn. So make sure you have an idea of what your agenda is and make that clear as you're continuing to talk and continuing to express yourself. So it's okay. Those people are doing that over there, but here's my agenda or here's our agenda. Here are the things that we look, we want to look to accomplish and just keep reiterating those things. Because if you don't do that, my personal feeling is that messages get lost among, among the mass or among the madness. Lastly, when it comes to keeping yourself safe as a black man in America, get really, really acquainted with your county legislators and your local office people. In a lot of cases, we are concerned or thinking about like the president of the United States, which don't get me wrong, you definitely should vote. And that's definitely someone you should vote for in, in, in this case, vote out personal opinion. 
But have an idea of how your local laws work and how your local county legislation works as well. And that way you can have more of an immediate impact on your surroundings because the more connections you make, the more leverage you have and the more clear and concise you can be. What you don't want to do, especially as a black man, is get to the point where you're highly emotional and your message that you're trying to deliver gets smeared or it gets kind of lost in the sauce because that's just a very, very easy way for our country to dismiss what we have to say and dismiss our opinions and invalidate us. That's all we have today for our questions. As always, you guys are more than welcome to get those questions into us at tqlp20 at gmail.com. Again, our email address is tqlp20 at gmail.com. Or you're more than welcome to hit us up in our on our Facebook inbox, the Quality of Love podcast, where we'll make sure we get your questions answered anonymously on our very next episode. That brings us to our Wild Love Wednesday segment. Today's Wild Love Wednesday shout out goes to OGs Against Gun Violence, a.k.a. Clifford Ryan. I saw in the newspaper that he placed himself as a human shield in between the protesters as well as the police officers. That's a hero in my eyes. So I wanted to make sure that that was shouted out in Syracuse, New York. I know he he gets a lot of attention, but it's well-deserved. Wild Love Wednesday goes out to OGs Against Gun Violence, Clifford Ryan. Today's love nugget is centers around trust, right? So I've said this before in the four-step trust process in one of the previous episodes, but you, you, when you get those people that come up to you and they say, oh man, you can trust me, and you don't quite know or you're not quite sure if you can trust them or not, or not, excuse me, you can put them through the four-step pr- trust process, or you can kind of sit back and watch how the relationship develops over time, because what happens is trust is consistent behavior over a period of time, and ultimately that produces a positive relationship. So if this person's action is matching their words, and it's gone over a, a long period of time, that's somebody who you can establish a deeper connection with. You guys can establish a, a deeper love to your relationship. So if you're one of those people that don't have time to do the four-step process or you are more of the behind-the-scenes person and you like to kind of wait it out and see what type of behaviors people display, this is another really, really good way to see if you can trust someone if their behavior is consistent over a long period of time or their words are matching their actions over a period of time. That's how you know you can trust them. That's how you know where that deeper relationship piece can come into play. That's all we have for today's episode. Do not forget to subscribe and review. Please leave a comment. We're always open to feedback. Also, get those questions into tqlp20 at gmail.com. Again, that's tqlp20 at gmail.com. Or you're more than welcome to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening in. We're starting to chart a little bit more. That feels fantastic. I can't tell you how much I we appreciate you guys. So I want to say keep up the great work. Keep giving us that feedback. Keep allowing us to answer your questions. We appreciate all of that. We appreciate the love. As always, remember the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.